Render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's. Render unto God the things that are God's. O God, help us always to render unto you that which is yours. Amen. Vengeance, violence, destruction, death lead to tears, to lamentation, grief, and desolation, an existential humanitarian crisis escalates with each passing heart-wrenching hour. So the authorities came to entrap Jesus to prove the righteousness of their cause. Teacher, we know that you are wise. You reveal the way of God. Tell us what you think. The missile that struck the Al-Ali Arab hospital in Gaza on Wednesday, whose name was on that missile? Whose name? That of the Israeli Defense Force? That of Hamas? Was it another? Who is responsible? Whom shall we blame? Whom shall we hold to account for the mounting atrocities? Jesus replied, I shall ask you a question. From the rubble, he invited a little child to step forward, a Christian child from Palestine. Jesus invited a second child to step forward, a Jewish child from Israel. Looking into the face of each child, Jesus turned to the politicians and people and asked, whose image do you see? In the gospel, the Pharisees and the Herodians sought to entrap Jesus, to force him into choosing sides. Instead, he cut through the chaff, went to the core. He asked for a coin. Looking at it, he asked, whose head is this? Whose likeness, whose image does it bear? Image, the word is important because in Greek it is the word icon. Icon is the term used in the book of Genesis in creation when God says, Let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness. So God created humankind in God's icon. In the image of God, he created them male and female. God created them. Whose image is this? Whose image do you bear? Whose image does she bear or does he bear? Whom do you see when you look upon another? The explosion at the Al-Ali Arab Hospital exemplifies the nightmare of this crisis because every player contends 
that it is the fault of the other. And each traces that fault back through precipitating events, back through acts of aggression and violence perpetuated one upon another, back through the millennia all the way to biblical days of contested rights for those simply seeking a safe homeland in which to grow old. All the while, God whispers, Behold, do you not see my image in the face of one another? When some 30 of us from St. Columbus went to the Holy Land just prior to the outbreak of COVID, we did not visit the Al-Ali Arab Hospital, though we visited other hospitals, which are also run by the Anglican Church, the Episcopal Church. A few days ago, Anglican Archbishop Hossam Naum was joined by other heads of the 13 Christian denominations in the Holy Land, known collectively as the Patriarchs. Said the Archbishop, we stand as churches united together in condemning this dreadful and devastating massacre. We regard this as a crime against humanity, and we call upon all sides that this violence and war must end. So I'll leave it to the historians, the diplomats, those with political authority to parse the causes and propose the solutions. I'll name that Hamas's acts of violence and murder on October 7 were evil and reprehensible. And I'll call upon us all as children of God that above all else, beneath and before all else, our call is to love. Our call is to see in the face of another the one whom God sees, who is just like us, made in the icon of God. I find I keep returning to Carl Jung's observation when, in 1954, with the Cold War tension between Russia and the United States at an extreme, a student asked what he thought was the likelihood of a nuclear world war. Jung responded, I think it depends on how many people can stand the tension of opposites in themselves. And if enough can do so, said he, I think the situation will just hold and we shall be able to creep around innumerable threats and thus avoid the worst catastrophe of all. But if there are not enough, and such a war should break out, I am afraid it would inevitably mean the end of our civilization, as so many civilizations have ended in the past." End quote. Jung often spoke of the tension of opposites and the importance for each of us to nurture the capacity to withstand those opposites within ourselves that we love and we hate, that we inflict vengeance 
and offer mercy, that we resent and we forgive. At times, we can distinguish, separate, and resolve the matter at hand. At other times, we recognize the tension within and must wait, hold the peace, abide the tension until a third way or a new horizon arises. There's a growing need in this hour for us to nurture our capacity to hold the tension because everywhere we turn, some issue or another insists that we take sides, that we submit to a narrative framework of opposites, of either or, of zero sum, of wrong, of right. And the tension in the Middle East today is magnified, made more potent by the polarities we experience and create in a host of other arenas. So what does this mean for us today? Well, some of us may be in positions of diplomatic authority. Most of us are not. All of us can pay close attention to notice when the Pharisees and Herodians around us or within us are vying to entrap us in their cause to notice when we experience a rising sense of the rightness of our cause or we take offense at another's words or deeds. For at such times we can seek first to acknowledge the rising tension, not to act, but to abide, and then to ask, if God were here, and of course, dear ones, God is here. How would this appear through God's eyes? For perhaps it would be, as Rabbi Joshua ben Levi proposed in the fourth century, that a procession of angels passes before each person, and the heralds go before them, saying, make way, make way for the image of God. Many years ago, I studied with a wise teacher, Sister Rosemary Doherty, and she proposed that when we pray, we first take a deep breath, pause in the silence, to remember and to recognize that God is always and forever at prayer, so that when we pray, we might remember that we are entering into God's prayer. Right now, it is late afternoon in Jerusalem and in Gaza. How might we join in God's prayer with our Jewish, Muslim, Christian sisters and brothers? Let me share as Sister Rosemary taught me to pray. Let us pray. God of my hope, let us enter your prayer. Let us enter your prayer for peace. 
Show us. How would you have us pray this day, O oh God, for your people in Palestine, in Israel, for the child in fear, the soldier on duty, the grief, the furious, the warmonger, the peacemaker? How would you have us pray this day for your people around the world, in Ukraine, in Afghanistan, in Washington, D.C., in any place torn by strife. God of our hope, let us enter your prayer for peace. In Christ's name, amen.